Welcome, friends! I'm your host, Adrian, and yes, you found us, Tea with Puppets, a podcast about Canadian stamp collecting. Yeah! This is episode number 24, and today we'll be talking about the third stamp released by Canada Post for their Canada 150 celebration. More in just a moment. Hello friends, thanks for joining us. Today we're going to talk about the third stamp released in the Canada 150 set. A stamp celebrating the Canada Arm, which was instrumental in establishing Canada's reputation for robotics innovation and led to a new generation of Canadian robotics on the International Space Station, or the ISS. All the way back in episode 6, we spoke about Canada and Canadians in space, and the stamps issued by Canada Post that celebrated our nation's space achievements. However, one stands above the rest, especially in the last 50 years. That is the Canada Arm. It is one of the greatest space achievements and a clear symbol of Canadian pride in space. Every time it was used, you could see the word Canada and the maple leaf clearly visible in every photo taken. But what exactly is the Canada Arm? It's a remote-controlled mechanical arm, also known as the Shuttle Remote Manipulator System, or SRMS. The Canada Arm's first mission was aboard the Space Shuttle Columbia on November 13, 1981. The Canada Arm launched Canada's close partnership with NASA on human space flight. During its 30-year service with NASA's Space Shuttle program, the robotic arm deployed, captured, and repaired satellites, positioned astronauts, maintained equipment, and moved cargo until it was retired when the Space Shuttle program ended in 2011. The Canada Arm could lift over 30,000 kilograms on Earth, or up to 266,000 kilograms in the weightlessness of space. At speeds of up to 60 centimeters per second, it could also place such payloads in any position within 5 centimeters of a desired target. In order to meet the strength requirements, engineers used the latest aerospace materials including titanium, stainless steel, and ultra-high modulus graphic epoxy. The harsh environment necessitated special attention to thermal design and lubrication. The arm was entirely covered with a multi-layer insulation system and a special outer covering. In extremely cold conditions, thermostatically controlled electric heaters protected critical electronics within. The Canada arm was exceptional and exceeded all design goals. Between 1981 and its final flight in 2011, the Canada arm flew 90 times. In addition to Columbia, its flight history included missions with all of NASA's other shuttles, including Challenger, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavour. The best-known tasks carried out with the Canada arm were capturing, repairing, and deploying several satellites, including missions to the Hubble Space Telescope, docking the space shuttle to the Russian Mir space station, knocking off ice growths that were causing a blockage to a waste exit on the shuttle, and helping to construct the International Space Station. An interesting side fact, although launched in 1981, it wasn't until 1995 that a Canadian astronaut would get the chance to operate the Canada arm in space. Any guesses to who that was? I'll give you a moment. Of course, it was Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield, he was there helping to build part of the Russian space station. On his second flight to space, he would be there to help launch the Canada Arm 2, which also marked the first spacewalk for any Canadian. The Canada Arm 2 was the next generation of the Canada Arm. It was a bigger, smarter version of the original. It would be launched April 22, 2001. The Canada Arm was 17 meters long when extended fully and had seven joints. It played an important role in the construction of the International Space Station and remains on the station to conduct maintenance, move equipment and supplies, support astronauts working in space, and handle payloads. So what about its legacy? 
The Canada Arm was instrumental in establishing Canada's reputation for robotics, innovation, and led to a new generation of Canadian robotics on the International Space Station. The Canadian Space Agency also credits the Canada Arm with leading to a new generation of Canadian robotics for applications in space, as well as medical and industrial uses. Here are just a few. There's Dexter, the most sophisticated space robot ever built. Dexter performs maintenance and repairs such as changing batteries and replacing cameras outside the ISS. It can move on a mobile base or be attached to the Canada Arm too. For medical applications, there's the Neural Arm. This robot allows surgeons to use miniaturized tools such as laser scalpels with pinpoint accuracy and perform soft tissue manipulation, needle insertion, suturing, and cauterization. A collaboration between MDA and the University of Calgary, it is the world's first robot capable of performing surgery inside MRI machines. Since 2008, NeuroArm has been used in surgical procedures on dozens of patients. In terms of industrial applications, the robotic technology used in the Canada Arm is also used for applications such as servicing nuclear power plants, welding and repairing pipelines on the ocean floor, remote servicing of utility power lines, and cleaning up radioactive and other hazardous wastes. There have also been eight Canadian astronauts who have flown in space participating in 16 missions aboard either a space shuttle or on the International Space Station. Also currently, Canada has two active astronauts. David Saint-Jacques, who's going to be going up in space in 2018, and Jeremy Hansen, and two additional astronauts who are expected to be announced sometime this summer. Jeremy Hansen was selected to help unveil the stamp at a ceremony with Canada Post. So let's actually look at the stamp a little closer. The stamp issue was designed by Roy White and Liz Werzinger of Subplot Design, Inc. in Vancouver, BC. The stamp shows off the Canada arm in use with the planet Earth in the background. The stamp is in the shape of a maple leaf and measures 40 millimeters by 40 millimeters. The self-adhesive stamps will be available in a booklet of 10, as well as a gum pane of 10 stamps with circle perforations in a 4.5 centimeter in diameter. The wonderful official first day cover focuses on Canadian inventions in flight and space technologies and it's made in the shape of a robot. The first day covered is cancelled in Ottawa, Ontario and will be available in a pack of 10 when all the stamps are released June 1st. You can order all of these things, all the stamps from Canada 150 at canadapost.com slash Canada 150. I've already got mine, you should get yours. Um, it's definitely going to be something you're going to want to get your hands on. So that's it for the 24th episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me and sharing this show with your friends. We also appreciate you rating this show on your favorite app. Taking the time to do so helps people find our show. Also, don't forget, if you're looking for more info about this show, make sure to check us out at teawithpuppets.com. On our website, you'll be able to see the stamps we mentioned in this episode and more by clicking on the show notes image at the top right corner of our website or by clicking the link we've added to the description of this podcast episode. Don't forget, if you have any podcast feedback, ideas for guests, cool stories, or more, we'd love to hear too. You can email us over at feedback at teawithpuppets.com. Finally, if you're on Facebook, make sure you like our page or follow us on Twitter at our handle, Tea with Puppets. It's the best place besides our website to get updates about this podcast. Once again, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again soon for our next episode. Have a super rest of the day, and happy collecting.